All right. There? All right. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. And the four topics that we have are why the SEC is overrated, (laughs) what four teams will make the playoff, and the first two out, who is the sleeper team, and who will make the – or when will the playoffs become bigger? So, Alex, I'll let you take it off. All right. Well, as you guys know, uh, Sports Munchkin is here. Uh, Good, very important person to me. Sean Collins is with me today on this podcast. I'm so excited. Um, The SEC is the most overrated conference, in my opinion, by far. Um, I know you are a very big uh, Florida Gators fan, to my knowledge. To your knowledge, Um, yes. And you're a very big Ohio State fan. An oh, Oregon I, fan. If I yes, an right. Oregon fan. An Oregon fan. Yes. And why I say the SEC is overrated is very simple. All you have in the SEC is Alabama. And that's there, there's nobody else in the West that's going to compete except maybe LSU, who blows it, what, every year? I mean, I will agree that LSU does blow it every single year. I will agree to that. And then what? A, there's no one in the East in general. What you have Georgia? Georgia blows it as well. It well, hold like, on now. Slow down. Slow, slow it down. I mean, there's Florida. Florida. Florida is in the East. I mean, okay, I okay. Mean, but it, when was has when was Florida in the national championship? Their last national championship. When was that? I believe it was 28 or 2008. 2008. That was 11 years ago. When was the last time uh, Ohio State won a championship? What was that, five years ago Ohio State won? They won in 2014. Was it? They, yeah, they won the first, actually, the first playoff game. The I actually have some stats here for you oh, okay. um, that I want to I give to you. So the SEC overall versus mm-hmm. the Big Ten is 94-63-2. So I'm not sure how you see them as overrated based on the fact that they have almost – they have more than 30 more wins than the Big Ten. Now, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, I think there's, a, uh, there's an amount of prestige that's given to the SEC based on what Alabama has been able to do. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like they're overrated. They're certainly given a certain amount of, of, of aptitude, and they're certainly given something, but they're not overrated. I think my biggest problem is with the SEC is that I feel like you have maybe your top three or four teams, but other than that, you there's really no competition. I mean, you got Vanderbilt and you have <laughs> well, you have these... Iowa and you have yeah Purdue and I mean there's I there's, there's a lot going be, on there. I was projected to be a very top team this year. The only real trashy team I'd say this coming year in the Big Ten would be Rutgers. I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I mean, Wisconsin. I'm not sure. Wisconsin. Every single year, they 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 blow it. They they um, do blow it. Michigan State. Every single year, they blow it. Uh, Michigan. Every single year, they blow it. Which, by the way, Florida beat in the Citrus Bowl or the Peach Bowl last year, um, handedly, albeit with Michigan not having. I think it was like four or five of their defensive players. Um, mm-hmm. of their stars. So, but I, I don't think you say they're overrated. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I just think it's hard when 
I grew up in the Midwest, liking a team in the next to the Pacific Ocean. So that's for one the hard part. And I see all these different Power Five conferences, and I just feel like uh, the SEC has the most. I guess what's the word I'm looking for? The most spread out between all the different teams in their conference, like their skill level ranges incredibly. I, 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 I completely team. agree. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's a great point. Like, there's there's a ton of teams in the SEC that are just, they're you know they're they're not top tier teams at like all. I, f- I feel like they um, have no they have none of the middle teams in the conference. It's either you're out you're good, or you're just out of the question. Like, there's never a team that I would think in the SEC that would be a sleeper that would rise up. No, I would, I would tend to agree with you. I would. I mean, like, you have Florida, you have Georgia, you have Alabama. Um, those are your top-tier teams. Tennessee LSU. at times. LSU. But there's just – I mean, between, the difference between the top and the bottom is very, very big. So I think you're right in that, in that sense. And that, that's my biggest thing of why I think it's overrated because I feel like they give too much credit to the smaller teams is where I think a lot of the people – and experts mess up is because I just think I, I said, I think they just give them too much credit as well, a smaller. I would, I would tend to agree with you there. Like the smaller teams, the Vanderbilts, the Mississippi States. I mean, you know, even Texas A&M, like I don't think Texas A&M has ever like they've been to the championship, the SEC championship a couple of times, but I don't think that they're a good team. Um, but I, I tend to agree with you. And even even in the bowl games, like you've seen some of those smaller SEC teams who got to those big bowl games because they were SEC teams, they got blown out. Yeah. You know, they couldn't hold their own. So I would agree with you there. I think that's a fair statement. So how many teams, how many SEC teams do you have in your four teams that will make the playoff this year? (laughs) I have three. There's no way you're a liar. There's no uh, way three. you have four SEC teams in your top four. Uh, well, I, I, I have three. I have three. I have, I have Alabama because you know Alabama's going to be there. Nick oh, Saban yeah. is going to do what Nick Saban does. Um, Georgia is going to be there because I think Kirby Smart is a good. He's a good head coach. He's not a good in-game caller, but he's a good head coach. So George is going to be there, and then obviously I have Florida in there as well. Now, why do so, you have Florida in there? Well, because I think I think Mullen has that program heading in the right direction. Um, it's not Muschamp. It's not McElwain. Mm-hmm. Jesus, McElwain, who is a horrible coach. Um, I, I just I think that they're going to get over the hump, and I think that Mullen is a great in-game caller. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, he he allows his assistants to to call the plays, Billy Gonzalez. You know, he allows them to do it. Uh, Harvesty, he allows them to call the game. But then, much like Urban, he's a, hey, get it to this player type guy. Right Mm -hmm. now, let's do this. Let's figure it out. So Mm -hmm. I just think at some point, if not this year, then certainly next year, then he's going to be there. And then, obviously, Clemson. Clemson is going to be there. Clemson is number four. Do you have a first first two out? Who do you think is going to kind of? It'll be Florida and Georgia. 
Florida and Georgia won't won't they won't they won't, they won't make the make cut. it right. So there's the four there. going in: just Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Florida, Georgia. Okay, that's your top four. That's my top four. Well, who's your top four? I have Clemson at one. Uh, Alabama will finish second. Um, Oklahoma at three. Yeah. And then Ohio State at four. I think Ohio State pinches in through a – I think what's going to happen is it's going to be – what was that year? 2008 when it was number one versus number two, like Michigan-Ohio State vibes. Uh, I think that was Troy Smith. And no, I it think was that's Florida gonna... and Ohio State, yeah. No, no, no. In I'm 2008. About... Well, I'm talking about the rivalry game, the game, like Michigan versus oh, Ohio gotcha. State. During gotcha. that time, it was yeah. one versus two, and that's when Michigan fell off. Florida became that top spot. And so, personally, I think Ohio State is going to – it's going to be the same year as that year, and then I think they will also win the Big Ten Championship. And honestly, I think that championship game will be against Iowa. You know what? I agree with you in, in a certain aspect. Number one, I want to ask you about Ryan Day because I'm not sure about him. Number two, you're being led by Justin Fields, who is a unproven, you know, I guess he's a sophomore now. Um, yes. But do you think that they can get over the hump? I mean, it's not, it's not Urban Meyer running the show anymore. That is very true. Um, but what I saw of – from Ryan Day in those first three games at Ohio State, I, I I think I knew then that he would have been a great coach. I mean, that's when the defense – that first week, obviously, the defense looked a little rough. But that game against TCU, TCU is a solid team. Yeah, they have troubles putting it together sometimes. But when that team gets clicking, they're not an easy team to beat. And then seeing Ryan Day lead that offense and that defense – I think Ohio State's defense this year will be the game changer. And I think the offense will actually take a step down because of Justin Fields. I don't think Justin Fields will live up to what Dwayne Haskins did whatsoever. Um, to me, he kind of reminds me more of a Tate Martell that can maybe throw better, maybe not run as much. But, I mean, He's Ryan bigger. Day, He's stronger. He is bigger. Um, I think Ryan Day – well, Ryan Day and Justin Fields have – they have a history. And so, I feel like once Ryan Day knew he was becoming the head coach, he started talking to Justin Fields saying, hey, you know, let's make this happen up at Ohio State. But I think Ohio State can do it. It's just the matter of can they – what's the word I'm looking for? Can they get over the hump, and can they just do the right things? Like, got to capitalize on the simple things. As long as Ohio State keeps it simple, does everything right, doesn't mess up, I think they'll be in. Leaving Georgia out, and actually, who is also my sleeper team, I'm putting at number six, in, which is Oregon. As you know, I'm putting my ducks up there. Well, I tell you what, I was actually thinking about the sleeper team, and that's exactly who I had too. Was was Oregon? I think that what, what his name is Chris. Uh, yes, he's uh, he's he's a phenomenal coach, um, oh. and he's just doing great things. 
with how much we improved the just last year on its own and with having Justin Herbert coming back, he was projected to be the number one overall draft pick. He was projected to go number one quarterback. And all of a sudden he's saying, hey, I'd like to stay another win, stay another, stay another year and win a national championship for you guys. I don't think Oregon will do it, but I think that the team's mind is in such a good place right now that I feel like Oregon will be back and coming within the next couple of years, you're going to see some big things out of Oregon, especially because you're going to see next season, not this coming season, Oregon and, and Ohio State start a home-and-home home series in which that would be – you might be looking at some pretty nice games coming up. Well, I tell you what, I'm not, I'm not sure about the home-and-home home, but or home-and-away, but I, I do believe that Oregon is going to do some really good things, and if not this year, in the upcoming years. Like, I just – I believe totally in the coach – what he's doing, quarterback, the whole system that they have. And I don't know if you've seen their facilities. Oh, yeah. Their facilities are, oh, my goodness, are amazing. <laughs> that's what so happens they're going to get the, uh, players. That's what happens when the owner of Nike went to Oregon. Right, right, right. And, well, so, Oregon all of a sudden became a top ten recruiting team this year. They finished seventh in recruitment, getting actually the number one I mean, overall I wouldn't, recruit. It, that, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, those facilities alone are amazing. And uh, they lead the country. I would definitely say they lead the country in facilities. Like, they are attracting, and they have to. I mean, based on their location, they have to. Uh, Mm -hmm. But those facilities are just outstanding. Florida, in comparison, is way behind in those types of things. mm -hmm. You know, Georgia, I think, is really, really good. I'm not sure about Ohio State. But Ohio State's is pretty nice. The locker room is not as much, but the all-around facilities. I actually took a visit there one time. They are fairly nice. And I mean, think you just there's a whole bunch of viral videos about LSU's new locker room. Oh, I saw that. Did you Where see they... the the tie? The, yeah, the, the 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 Badger. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Badger has his own entire section of the locker room where he's inviting players in. I mean, that pulls players in. That brings oh, players yeah. in. I mean, you have a whole sleeping pod. Like, that's kind of cool if you ask me. So, yes, yes. I, you know, we we probably should not be leaving LSU out, to be quite honest with you. Um, no, I don't think we should either. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. they always I, seem to blow it. I it's the same thing. It's Georgia and LSU. I always think they have, they'll have phenomenal main season, but once that the, you know, the last couple of weeks come into play and the conference championship comes into play, that's when they start, you just see them start falling off. And so that's yeah, you, you see them start to, to, yeah, no, I totally agree. Absolutely. Especially with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Last few years, Georgia has been there twice. I mean, and both times they've just they, – they had a lead against Alabama in the second mm-hmm. half and still couldn't pull it out. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you, but I think they're going to get there. I just don't think they're actually going to do anything with it. I think so too. And then with also with this playoff, 
do you see it getting bigger anytime soon? Do you want an expansion? What are your thoughts? That's a that's a that's a good question. You know, I think the contract that they currently have ends in 2026. So nothing's going to happen until then. You know, they just it can't happen until then, Mm -hmm. unless somebody breaks the contract, I guess. But (sighs) would I like to see it go to eight games? I think so. Eight games or eight teams? I'm sorry, eight teams. Okay. So I was about to say that's sixteen teams if you want eight games. Right. Right. Uh, No, that was that was a mistake on my part. But no, I think (laughs) I mean. Eight, eight teams. I, w- I would like to see it to eight teams, but then you have to you have to wonder, like, if you're going to push it to eight teams, when does it go to ten teams? When does it go to twelve teams? How how much further are we going to get? And honestly, mm-hmm. like March Madness is one of the funnest times of the year. So to get sixty four teams, maybe they should go sixty eight. Yeah, maybe maybe they should go in that direction. I don't. I'm not. You know, I'm honestly not sure. Table, I, I feel like it'd be kind of hard. You'd almost have to start the season earlier to do that type of thing. You know what I mean? Well, with the amount of games that they play, too. Like you can't yeah. play a 12 game schedule and then have a round robin, 64 game playoff. Yeah. you can't do it. Which means that people are going to lose revenue. Mm-hmm. Teams, teams are going to lose revenue. Uh, networks are going to lose revenue. So, what what do you do? How much more can you expand it? I my the, my personal opinion is you have eight teams, right? Not six. You have eight. With that eight teams, you have your five power conference champions. If you win your conference with the five powers, you get an automatic bid. So what you have, like last year, you'd have Ohio State, Alabama. Uh, Clemson, who won the Pac-12? Uh, was it? Oregon didn't win it, yeah. did they? Oregon didn't win it. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. And then the Big 12 was Texas. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, because Oklahoma beat Texas again. So those five teams, automatic bid. Then you have your three at-large bids. So think you have no, your Notre Dame. Now you have you're your... saying like UCF comes in. Now UCF could maybe come in or say, hey, Georgia lost to Alabama, yet they're better. You put them in that three. Or, hey, say Notre Dame's having one hell of a season. Okay, now you put them in. Because, unfortunately, Notre Dame doesn't have a conference, though I think it's kind of eh. I agree. And so I absolutely agree. They should be playing in a conference somewhere. I I mean – their their basketball team does all other sports all their sports of does yeah yeah and I don't so, know why they do it like that I could not tell you um I just feel like having your five power and your three at large would give you a mix of everything yeah I'd give a chance like hey UCF prove yourself you know. And I feel like they out. <laughs> I would love to see UCF play somebody big, and not Auburn when Auburn is down. You know, mm-hmm. I, somebody who's excited about being there, who wants to play, who has a reason to to win. I would love to see them there. 
Because I'm not sure how much you're on Twitter, but those fans are – they're outrageous. Oh, my goodness. They're, they're always yeah. – they are – they love their team, and they do anything for their team. That's how – And like, they were national championships. Yeah, they were national champions. They, oh, yeah. They, they thought to themselves they earned it. But what? They went undefeated for what? Two straight seasons? Uh, I think it was undefeated for one and then, then they maybe like, lost one. Oh, then it yeah. was like the bowl game or like the last game of like the season or something. Yeah, the quarterback got hurt. Yes, yeah. that was that was it. He like destroyed his knee or something. Yeah, he did. He that was crushed. What's his I couldn't I can't remember his last name. Oh my goodness. But he was yeah, he, was he was a good quarterback. No, he's a yeah, he absolutely is a good quarterback. He I mean, certainly if his knee can heal and the doctors can get him right, he can play in the NFL. But would you want to I don't know if I'd want a kid to go back and you know with your destroyed knee trying to go back and play football. Is well, Mackenzie Mackenzie Milton. I mean, Mackenzie Milton yes, was the Mackenzie Milton. Good call. Good call. Uh, so, but look at Alex Smith. I mean, Alex Smith still thinks he can come back and play. And he had a devastating knee injury, just mm-hmm. like McKenzie, just I mean, like Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you think – but think now they have Haskins, though, in the Redskins. They have Dwayne Haskins, the old Ohio State quarterback from last year. Right, right. But he's still a rookie. He's still he's... young. And, and you know what, from all – all intents and purposes from everything that I've seen, he's actually doing really, really well. I think you know? Dwayne Haskins, in my opinion, will go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks to probably ever do it. So to, from watching him at Ohio state to seeing that he is a quarterback, the NFL wants and needs that's, he's the type of quarterback that every single team wants. Well, so, I mean, he's, he's prototypical. He's big. He's strong. He has a huge arm. He's got legs. But who was the other quarterback that came from Ohio State? And he was, I think he was a freshman when he left and wound up doing absolutely nothing in the pros. JT Barrett? I don't think it was him. Which? He was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Because I know personally, JT Barrett from like two years ago did absolutely nothing. Like, the problem is Ohio State doesn't breed good quarterbacks whatsoever. Um, I know you had Josh Allen come out of Wyoming. That just went to the Bills. No, and you know what? He has a big arm. He has strong legs. Big guy. I'm not sure how he's going to do it, to be quite honest with you. I think he's he... never accurate. Good. I think he will. F- I think this first year he was trying to find a stride, and at the end of the season he started to. And so I think with maybe not next year, but within these next couple years, I think you might see him climb up and start getting comfortable in the pocket, making some nice passes. But I think Dwayne Haskins will. I think Dwayne Haskins will win Rookie of the Year next year. In my opinion, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I, it was EJ Manuel. It was EJ Manuel oh, okay, from Florida yeah. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was okay, I know you're talking about Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he came out and he was all big, and everybody loved him. And 
wound up doing absolutely nothing. But you know what? I'm not going to knock Haskins. Haskins could have a great career. Now, is he, should he be put in there to begin with? I'm not sure. Like, let him learn. Let him understand the system. Well, I but mean, you know look, the Gruden. Look at Baker. The look at Baker will throw Mayfield. you in there. Look what happened well, to Baker at, Mayfield you know, last year. Yeah, they made no, him sit, I mean, made look him at sit, all the rookie sit. quarterbacks who played. I mean, and and Baker showed out. And Baker balled. He said he, he showed out. He sat there and he said, "I'm gonna wait." Once Tyrod's gone, or he's just like Tyrod got hurt, is his time to shine. And boy, did he shine. And you know what? Tyrod's not a bad quarterback. He played for the Bills. I watched him mm-hmm. game after game. He's, he's not a great quarterback, but he's not a bad quarterback. You know, he's a good quarterback. And, and then when he went down, Baker just came out. But Baker has his attitude. He has this Baker this has mindset. a mindset. Yes. yes. He has this mindset saying, listen, I'm going to do this. If you're in my way, I'm just going to bulldoze you over because I'm going to do the thing I have to do to get this done. That's his mindset. And, and it shows on social media. It shows when he's being interviewed. Like, he just doesn't care. Like, he's just like, you know what? This is happening. This is who I am. This is how it's going to go down. Yes, I 100% agree. And I just, you, I mean, you have to love Baker. Now, is I'm, Kyler Murray going to do the same thing? No. I think, actually, Kyler Murray will bust, to be honest. I think he will end up being a bust in the NFL. And why do you think that? I just think that because unless he gets traded to somewhere else, I think the Cardinals is not a good fit for him. I mean, name one receiver at the top of your head at Arizona that he can throw to besides Larry Fitzgerald, who's like 150 years old. Right. I was just going to say that. I was exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, they got rid of John Brown. I, there's nobody that I know. They do have a good tailback, and I can't think of his name. It's David, David Johnson. But David Johnson. David Johnson. And so, you know, um, but the only thing that I think is going in his direction is the fact that Kingsbury has always wanted him. Always. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he's going to try and place a system around Kyler that's going to help him. Now, is it going to help him? Who knows? You know, but they had a one-year coach and didn't do well and then fired his ass. Mm-hmm. So, I think you know, it's so hard with Kyler Murray just because of he's a, he's a Drew Brees. He's short. He's not big. But the, the kid can run. The kid can run. He can run. That's what, you know, the NFL is not big, you know, hey, quarterback, run. You don't see that. That's a college thing. And so that's what I'm worried if, okay, he's trying to get him to throw, throw, throw. I just don't think he's going to be able to keep making the throws over time unless you're going to try to do a quarterback run. The last time I checked, the NFL is going to hit a lot harder, and a lot more. It's just going to be tougher on him. Well, think about RG3. Yeah, I mean, he came yes. into the league and he was he was killing it and he was running and he was throwing and the first time he got hit it was done. Yes, Andrew Luck, who was drafted in the same year, stays back in the pocket, throws it. He's still playing and he's still doing well until so he, until he got hit hard enough to where you know his shoulder went. 
But now he's back. He is back. And he had a great season last year, too. His first season he back. Did. He absolutely did. Because didn't he win, like, comeback player of the year, I think? He might have. I'm not sure. But he might have. I mean, he played phenomenal last year, you know? And the only person that I can think of that he's thrown to is T.Y. Hilton. That's it. I mean, I think he had a tight end. But he wasn't throwing to, you know, all-American, star, all all-star, all-pro wide receivers. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he did win AP Comeback Player of the Year. Did he really? Yes, he won the Comeback Player of the Year. So, I think he's going to have a great season next year if he can stay healthy, and the rest of the Colts can stay healthy. No, I would absolutely agree. I mean, we didn't even get into the NFL, but I would absolutely agree that he's (laughs) he's going to have a good year. You know. I think um, he's just – he's one of those workhorses. He just grinds it out mm-hmm. all the time. And I think the the only team I'm, I know that it's just that nothing's going to go well is going to be the Giants. The Giants have messed up <laughs> big time. Garda Odell, right? Why, why now, is that? Why is that? Garda Odell for some reason. I mean, Odell right. wanted out. OBJ is gone. Odell, he wanted out. Guess where he went? The Browns. Uh, but – the problem is that now two of the receivers are now hurt. One messed up his ankle, I believe, and the other tore his uh, ACL. And out of all the videos I've seen of their new quarterback, Sam Jones, he can't even throw a football. Daniel Jones. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Who did I say? Yeah. Sam Jones. Oh. You were thinking about the, the outlaw gunslinger. Yeah. I might be. I don't know why I said Sam mm. Jones. Either way. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Eli? How many years do you think that Eli has left? Honestly, I think Eli should be done. I don't think he should be playing anymore. But if I was to just guess how many years he had left in himself, I'd maybe say two. I don't see him. I I think that Eli is in the same position as Peyton was when Peyton won the Super Bowl. The difference Mm -hmm. is – is that the Broncos were amazing in every other aspect, and the yeah. Giants are not. They have a yeah. great running back, but they Saquon don't have a Barkley. defense. Yeah. Saquon Barkley is going to have to carry that team next year. So, But he can't. If, He's a running back. I know. So if you're looking for some fantasy points this year, to whoever's listening, Saquon Barkley might be your running back. <laughs> that should be your first pick. Yeah, if you if you have a standardized league, Saquon Barkley should be your first pick. And and Alex and I we play in the same league, so I don't want to tell people that. But yeah, that should be your first fucking pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, this should be your first pick. Wait, way to go! Now we're not. Now we're gonna be monetized. Now we're demonetized. (laughs) Well, you know what I heard. uh, (laughs) I heard. uh, Did you? uh, What's the Ohio State coach that was that was so? embroiled in all that uh travesty it was uh he got released he was with florida he was with ohio state what oh my god he's 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 a bald guy and uh he got in trouble with domestic violence for his wife multiple times yeah 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah so i've listened to his podcast he curses (laughs) a lot so we should be okay (laughs) we should be okay that is true but (laughs) maybe uh apple and spotify will be nice to us and just say let that one slide real quick and we're half an hour in so i don't see why you know it wasn't like it was in the first 10 seconds 
Right, exactly. exactly. That's why my other one. That's why my other one didn't make it on there. Uh, I had a new Is it really? <laughs> I think so. It might be. I don't know why the other one's not on there. I feel like I might have said a bad word too soon. I don't know. Oh but wow! Okay. You look at you look at right, Pat, well, you look at Pat McAfee's podcast. That's like the funniest podcast I've ever seen in my life. Oh no, I I love his. Speaking of which, did you see the Titans player, the left tackle, who came out? No. And uh, he was he tested positive for PED. And, really? Um, and oh yeah, and he put this huge thing on social media about how I can't remember exactly what the name of what he got popped for was, but he basically said, "Look, this is in water. I was in Australia. It's been banned in America. It wasn't banned there. I didn't know I was taking it, and it's it's definitely something to look at." It's something to take into consideration Taylor because Lee the Lee NFL. Lewin, Taylor, yes. Lewin. I don't want to say his. Ah, yes. I don't like last names. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up. Titans. Titans so he did get busted. They say he's suspended for four games right now. Well, they have a, have a, a, a no liability. Uh, uh, policy, which means that it doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter how it is. It's it's, it's basically per se. It's if Osterin. this shows up, it's done. Yeah, it's Osterin. What is it? O S T A R I N E. All right. Well, however you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Taylor Lewin. So. And that was something to actually watch. Like, everybody should take a second and just watch that because he was the first one to come out and say it. The NFL didn't publish it. Titans didn't publish it. He just came out and said, look, here's exactly what went down. Here's exactly what happened. And then midway through his, his video, he broke down and started crying and said, I would never do anything to, to, to hurt or, or, or try to, you know, mess with the league. I'm reading what? what it is right now, and it's for osteoporosis. Last time I checked, he probably did not have osteoporosis. No, I agree. I totally agree. But I think it also was put in water. So I think it's, it's something, it's a, it's, a, it's a substance that's been put in water, and it's been banned in several countries, including the United States. But I think he was overseas. I think that's what happened. And so hmm. he drank water, wound up with it, had to take a, a, a you know, a, a drug test. There's random drug yeah. tests. Because they're out there. There they are. Soon Saquon But Barkley's anybody who's listening one. should definitely take a look at that video because, you know, that's one of the things the NFL should change. The NFL should absolutely change that. It, should be a, it shouldn't be a no liability policy. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be per se. It should be something that's case by case, you know. Mm-hmm. If they find out, and he took a polygraph test, which is what he said. He said, I had notes. I had everything that from the doctors, but because I tested positive for it, I'm done for four games for the first, you know, part of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least it's not like a, you know, season long suspension or nothing that's, you know, way out there for us as like as a, uh, Oh my goodness. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not Tyreek Hill. It's not. Yeah, yeah it's definitely not. Yeah, well, Tyreek Hill. They just released that he's fine. Like they're not gonna. 
they're not going to do anything. Is he back it. with the Chiefs now? He's back with the Chiefs now. He's invited to go back to camp. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt was the only Who? one that got busted for eight games. And Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson got busted for, what, almost a year? Yeah. I mean, you know, but he's coming back. He's coming back for the skins. <laughs> you want to know the funny part about Adrian Peterson? What's that? Is that he is in so much debt. Mm. That I read that too. Yeah, I read that too. He can't even pay. Made a hundred million dollars and had to. Yeah, had to. He's being sued for like six point two two or something. Yeah, six point two two million. Yeah, and he can't and somebody was actually him. saying, yeah, somebody was actually saying, like, how can you be in debt when you made a hundred million dollars? Well, when you make a hundred million dollars, you spend a hundred million dollars. That's how mm-hmm. it works. You, you make sixty grand, you spend sixty grand. That's, and the problem is, exact... I feel like a lot of these players need to go to maybe some sort of class or just have some sort of like video that they need to watch to say, "Hey, listen, you're gonna get a lot of money now. Please, you know, give them class. Okay, this is how much you should pay for this. You know, some personal finance stuff, so they don't go out and say and blow all their money." I mean, yes, once you get that first paycheck, second paycheck, go get yourself a nice, you know, after your first year, get yourself a nice house, a nice car. Get, like, at first. After that, be smart with it. Don't be buying, you know, three different houses. You don't need eight different cars. I I agree with that. The problem is, is that you have people out here who are saying, hey, come invest in what I'm doing. I need money. I need, I need potential investors. I need financial investors. I need silent partners. And so what happens is, is these players think they're going to make more money because mm-hmm. they're investing their money in whatever that investment is. But then the investment doesn't work out, and then they're done. I agree. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a fine line. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I agree that, you know, go out and buy yourself, um, go out and buy yourself some, some nice cars and a nice house and, and, and leave it at that. But the problem is you have all these vultures who are just coming on top saying, hey, I can make you more money. I can make you more money. And the idea of making more money is really, really, really appealing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's difficult to, 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 to say no to that. I definitely I mean, agree. who is that Cleveland quarterback? Uh, Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kosar played in the league for how many years? Mark Brunel, same way. Played in the league for how many years? And he made poor investments or investments that were bad, you Mm -hmm. know, not initially, but were bad at the the long run. And then at the end of the day, filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. It's it's a thing you hate to see, but this could be a bigger topic for another day because I think we might have to wrap it up. So where are we at right now? We're at just about 40 minutes. Are we really? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at about 40 minutes right now. We're at the – so we've been going for a while now. Uh, well, this is our first podcast together, and I hope for many more in our future. Um, and I would anything, agree. And- is there anything else you'd like to say to, to the lovely fans? Who are listening? No, I've had a great time, and thank you for having me on. And, and the next time I want to talk uh, college basketball and, and, college, and basketball. Uh, college basketball.
Listen, Florida's not winning it. As much as you want to win, Florida's not winning it. All right. We'll talk about that next time. We'll talk about that next time. All right, guys. This has been Sports Munchkin. Got Sean Collins with me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.